Well, good Sunday evening to each and every one of you. I'm glad that you're joining in to the Soul Harvest Ministries podcast. Tonight, the title of our sermon is going to be Room for Improvement. That's what it is. Room for Improvement. And uh, tonight I'm going to talk about uh, the ego and pride. You know, because, you know, God tells us that He resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. And I'm going to go into that in just a little bit, and we're going to talk a little bit on that. And some things we're going to talk about on this subject of pride and realizing that we all have room for improvement. There's, you know, a lot of things that we have to look at in ourselves. And taking a look at ourselves before others and all that. And uh share a little bit out of Matthew 7, too as well on this subject. Uh, we're not really going to talk much about judging others, but that's about how we go and think there's something wrong with someone else, but not us, that, that we're better than the other people. Well, that's not the way God sees us. We're all equal in His eyes, and I just want to talk about that tonight. And I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but I feel the need that we need to talk about this and I'm not going to use your statements, but we do need, but I will give some friendly, give some advice to you to help you do this as your pride. If you notice it in your life and other people are noticing it, such as your loved ones, for example. So getting rid of pride is very important in order to be the person that God wants us to be. So let's, uh, before we get in to the service, let's just have a opening prayer here. Let's pray. Dear precious Lord, God, Father in heaven, I thank you for this opportunity for us all, listeners and I, to get together in your name tonight for, uh, in this evening, for another sermon here for Sunday evening. And Lord God, I just thank you so much for the opportunity to be able to spread the gospel over the internet. This is a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. And this has been a need for a long time because a lot of people like me and other people cannot afford the extra expense of traveling from country to country and all throughout the world and even from to the rest of the United States, you know. Some of us are on fixed incomes and you... And we thank you for understanding this situation with us. But, uh, you know, Lord God, I really thank you so much for for everything, for this opportunity you do give me and other people that are doing evangelism for the, strictly through the internet. And we just hope that um, you could, and we just hope that you give us and pray that you would keep us going in our ministry here at Soul Harvest Ministries. And Lord, we just thank you for the opportunity and for the calling and for what you've laid on my heart. I believe it was you that has given me this calling. I know, Lord, you know, that sometimes, you know, he may use people like me that's been a fool once, but that's becoming, you know, what you want me to be. Now, I, I will tell you, that I'm not always wise. But Lord, you know when I'm unwise and all. And I pray you forgive me 
for the time that I was unwise. And I pray you forgive all of us, every all the listeners and I, for lack of wisdom, for being on our foolishness and foolish pride that we've taken a hold of. And I pray tonight that each and every one of us and the listeners and I will get something out of your message and will learn a lesson that we've really been all need to learn before it gets too late. Because pride is so harmful to us and our spiritual lives and spiritual walk with you and our spiritual well-being. And it's harmful to the people we love the most and everybody else that we are acquainted with, friends with, and so forth. And, uh, you know, everything... And I just pray that, you know, you just forgive us for that. And I pray that you give us the strength to see ourselves as equal in your eyes. To see that we're no better than someone else. That everybody is the same in some way, shape, or fashion. Sometimes we may do different things that are wrong from other people. Some people may act worse than others. But we're all the same according to your eyes. We're all equal. We're not any different, and you don't treat us any different. You treat us the same. We are special to you. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. But we're not always right in everything we do, Lord. And I just pray that you help us, Lord, and give us the courage and wisdom strength to see that we all have room for improvement, that we don't need to be egotistical. We need to be humble, and we don't need to be proud all the time. There may be some things to be proud of to some extent, but the pride can become so bad and the pride meter can be up to where it destroys relationships and and most of all, our lives and our walks with you. And I pray, Lord, that you'd help us to see this tonight so that we can better ourselves and improve the way you would have us to. Thank you so much for all this, Lord, and I just pray that you'd open our minds and our ears and our hearts and eyes to this sermon. And I pray that you give me the words to say and lay it on my heart what you would want me to say to and preach to each and every listener tonight. And I just pray that you bless the listeners, Lord. Give them what they're in need of, Lord, and provide them with anything they, that you would see fit for them to have. Bless them and heal those that need healing. Uh, give them breakthroughs that need breakthroughs. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. All right. You know, a lot of you probably know, um, uh, pretty much some, maybe some of you don't, but do you know what pride is? Well, there's good pride and bad pride. But I'm talking about the pride that's egotism. Thinking you're better, is pride is thinking we are better than everybody else. Too much pride can really make us think that. We have to watch our, what I call, pride meter. Okay, pride meters. Okay, you know, you you know about a gas meter on your car, a battery meter, you know, a parking meter, or the meter in your house, outside your house, for the electric meter, the water meter, the gas meter. Okay, well... I relate that to our pride, the word meter. It measures how much pride we have. And we need to take a measurement of our pride from time to time to 
make sure that we keep it in check and intact. Because I'm going to tell you something. If we don't, we're going to wind up one day where somebody says something that rubs us the wrong way, saying something. We said, I know I've done that a while back, and I really felt so bad about it at the beginning of last month in July. I said that to somebody because they were just doing, saying stuff that really, really got under my skin. I didn't agree with it. I didn't think it's right. And it wasn't right what they said, but I have decided to forgive them and everything and all. But I, I wound up doing wrong myself, telling them I was better than them. And, you know, I got to thinking about how bad I felt about that. And I just had to pray, you know, for God to forgive me for that because it was wrong. And, you know, we need to not ignore our pride majors. We need to not ignore this. Lesson is a lesson worth uh, digesting into our minds so that we don't wind up you know, getting out of control with our pride and having too high of a pride meter and acting like we're grandiose and, you know, we're better. Yeah, we may have ambitions that would be a reason. Maybe kind of tossing thoughts, thinking about doing things we want to do. You know, and that's fine. And that's all I was doing one time when a counselor had the nerve to accuse me of being grandiose. And I didn't see that. And I... Not at the time. And I wasn't grandiose then. And, you know, I think that some people, they say stuff, you know. And I've seen and I've dealt with people that, you know, said just really mean things. And I just tell them, you know, hey, I love you. And, you know, why would you say that to me? Why are you saying all this stuff, it sounds hateful to me. And I've had to do it. And it's better to ask why than just get on a man and think and huffy and puffy and think we're better than somebody else. We need to learn to deal with criticism. I know for me, I have to learn. And, you know, I don't think all criticism is necessary. I don't really like to criticize. I don't like to be critical. But I am going to be honest and give my opinions out when necessary. And only when necessary. But I tell you, I've seen people who can act real mean when it comes to criticizing somebody and find a fault, and that's wrong. And if you look in there about taking a look at ourselves before others about what it said about not judging others in Matthew chapter 7, and, um, you know, that doesn't mean not rebuking, not saying anything that needs to be said to a fellow believer, okay? But it does mean not going around Point fingers and trying to make people feel bad about themselves. Now, I am going to say that we need to think good of ourselves some. But when we are wrong, and listen to me, when we are wrong, we need to admit it. We need to see where we're wrong. We need to examine ourselves. If somebody's saying we're wrong, we did something, we need to sit back and examine ourselves. Say, okay, did we really do what they're saying? And if we don't think we did... We need to go back to that person and say, you said I did something. I don't really believe I did it, but can you explain to me what I actually really did and what you think I did? I want to know why you think I did this. And that's better to talk to them when you're calm than than hot on the collar and angry. And I'll talk about anger later on. Uh, 
and stuff. And, you know, I'm going to tell you something. First Peter, like I said in First Peter chapter 5, God, it says, and Peter said this, that God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. And when we admit our wrongs, he will give us grace. But when we're, you know, being acted too proud and too big for our britches, you know, have you ever heard that saying, oh, you're getting too big for your britches when you think you're better? That's what I think it is. You think, you know, hey, I'm the rule and the roost. I'm better than you. I know it all. That's pride. Now, yeah, there are things that we do know, and that's okay to share that we know some things about us that people don't know. And say, you know, well, you don't really know the person I really am. You think you do, but you don't. And sometimes we do need to let people know about that. But then sometimes if they just keep being mean and say, hey, you know, I don't understand why you have to attack me. And that's a more uh, assertive way of handling it. And I'm trying to be more assertive myself. Let them know that the, that you believe they're, yeah, that you think it's not right what they're doing, but try to be nice about it. Use some tact. Yeah, there are times you might have to be stern. Like if somebody's doing wrong, you need to tell them, you know, I want you to quit that. It really hurts. I don't want to, you know, you're doing that to me again. I don't want you saying that to me again. If you keep saying it, I'm going to have to administer some kind of consequence such as uh, not coming back and seeing you if you're my doctor or if you're a doc, if you see a doctor or just say, hey, you know, I need to just take a break from you for a while. I love you. This is not to hurt your feelings or criticize you or bring you down a point fingers at you. But it seems like we're not getting along and we need a break. Don't, you know, it's best just to say, I don't need a break. I need a break. Just say, we need a break. I think I need a break. And I love you, but I need to break. I need to have some space. Will you please let me have some space? And we all need space. And I was just thinking about that with somebody this evening that I'm really been in love with. And I'm not going to mention their name on here. Just like I said, being discreet. I'm going to use discretion. But, you know, I sent them some stuff about my sermons and my ministry just a while ago. I texted them some stuff about my sermons. But, you know, I look at it here. That I'm not going to pressure them into staying with me, but I know, you know, that they broke up with somebody. They were in love with someone else at the time, and I just started talking to her, to to them about him about going out. But this person, and you know, and this guy, you know, and I'm not going to name names because we're going to, you know, just try to keep this as discreet as possible, and the person's name, you know, and what information about them is discreet as possible. But, you know, we didn't know what was going to happen, you know, but, you know, hopefully that person is really going to find somebody. If if it's me, great. Not If it's not, then, hey, you know, I can't worry about it. Yes, I've been head over heels for that person, but God knows what's best. And, you know, we're just going to, um, you know, just not worry about it. You know, I can't just keep texting him. I've texted him enough. I've seen him. So sermons, I've sent them a message, and my last message that I just left in there, and um, just told him, you know, just how I felt. So I'm just going to go on, and, uh, you know, not worry about it. I can't. I know I've said it before, but this time, I mean, I'm just, 
I send them all the messages I need to send it. And I, you know, until the time they got to let me send another message, I'm not going to send it anymore. He told me, he said, just leave it be. Let this be, this last message be your last message to him for a while. Give him his space. So that's just what I'm going to do. Sometimes that's what we need to do. And, uh, you know, we all need our space. And if we need our space, we need to, and we want our space, we need to be willing to allow people to have their space when they need theirs. So I've learned something tonight just about having respect over that. But we're not going to talk real big on the topic of respect. Well, we do need to talk about that some someday down the road, and we will. Uh, why, God, why we should show respect. Why we need to, you know, do that. And I try to be respectful. And, you know, I'm not perfect, but I'm still working on it. Well, you know. Baby steps here, which started, you know, a transformation journey. You know, I've been on a three-day recommitment and repentance fast. And uh, repentance and recommitment fast. And, you know, I have recommitted my life to Christ. And, you know, I put away a lot of things. And I'm still working on that because, you know, with me wanting to preach and get back in here. And I have all this charisma with me. And I feel in my heart. I've got to keep on preaching no matter what. You know, I've got to keep on doing this. And tomorrow night, we, you know, we'll be on schedule around. Uh, by the way, I want to say this to all of you. Now, tomorrow we'll be back on schedule 5 o'clock my time. So I can go ahead and get a, you know, early at night so I can get up in the morning like I was planning. All right. And, you know, and that's what I need to do because I have to get up and work on my self-improvement program and all in the mornings and stuff, so you know how that is, and listen to Billy Graham and do all the things that I normally would do. So I'm just thinking about each and every one of you. Oh, man, let me tell you. Uh, you know, uh, our pride can just get in the way, but let me tell you something about the book of Proverbs. It talks about wisdom. Talks about pride and foolishness and, you know, and all that too. And uh, if you look in there, it also speaks about the dangers of pride. If you read in there and about wisdom and stuff. If you read throughout Proverbs, there's so many talk verses about passages in there, really. I call them passages more on this subject. You know, not just verses, but passages of scriptural passages in there to Tell us the danger of pride. It's dangerous. It can, you know, it can hurt us. It go pride goes before destruction. And uh, you know, I'm going to tell you, we all have had this problem. But if you've got it right now, this is my advice to each and every one of you. If you have a problem with pride and you want to get rid of it, but it can't seem to get rid of it, this is my advice to you. And you could get in any praying position you want to, whether it's getting down on your knees or sitting in your chair like like my recliner, for example. I sit in my recliner and I stretch out my legs out and I just go to praying and I, I pray out loud. I used to pray silently and, and on and some occasions I will pray silently. But in here, by myself out in private, I pray out loud, you know. And uh, if I pray... You know, I have to pray quietly when I'm out. 
you know, if I had to pray out somewhere. Otherwise, I'd rather pray in here where nobody's sitting, standing here, listening and staring. You know, because it's just my house. It's just me. And, um, you know, I go off, if I was living with someone, I'd go off in private somewhere and just hide myself away from everybody and go pray. And hopefully they won't hear it. And if they do, I'll find a way to deal with it. But, um, you know, I would say get down in there, pray about it, ask God to help you. And show, you know, ask God for help and guidance. He will. And I suggest you get into there learn things about pride and read Proverbs. That's a good book to read because it will help you to deal with pride and things. Um, it's chock full of advice. And one of the things I would say is to kind of take a look at yourself. If somebody's always constantly being mean to you, and I'll instead of just, and this is my advice too, another piece of advice. I mean, I really pray, and I, not only that I suggest praying, but I'm going to suggest fasting, going like a, you know, probably about, you know, a fast long enough. Whether, and you can do your fasting however you want to do, like giving up something that you really love for a while, or something that you really, that has been uh, disturbing you, and distracting you from doing, you know, distractions and stuff, you know, for a while, like a Facebook or something. Then I'll tell you what, uh, it'll help you because pride makes us feel as, hey, we're the center of attention. We're better than everybody else, and that's not good to have. And um, when I have that pride stuff, and I feel like I'm the center of attention, hey, I feel bad about because I don't want to be the center of attention. And I never really half wanted to be. But I will say this. I'm just going to admit a truth here. There were times I get on Facebook and I would express feelings about somebody and how I felt about this and that. And then I finally realized, hey, I know I don't want to be the center of attention, but I don't wash my dirty laundry in public. And I can't do that. I need to do that in private home. You know, because really, that's the worst thing to do is to wash it in public on social media, and that was temptation for me. So I decided to get off of it, and I'm glad that a good friend of mine suggested that to me, that I ought to get off of it, and even my counselor suggested it. So I did. And I'll tell you something. I, you know, uh, I just don't know. Uh, you know, I just don't know, you know, I just believe that pride can be a lack of self, be from a lack of self-control, because we need to control our pride means. We got to control our temper, and we got to control this and control that, but self-control is not only just linked to just controlling our temper, but also to everything else that we need to be controlling. But when self but self control is putting things under God's control. And that's the way I look at it. Yes, we can control things through through our Lord and his strength that he gives us. That's self control. We don't have to ask for it. Because it's already there once we're born again and become Christians. I'll talk more about what it means to be born again and all that stuff later on. 
But, uh, you know, you got to realize that pride can get in the way of you and also and your relationships, but also can get in the way of God. He loves you, and He wants you to think good of yourself to some extent. But in Romans, somewhere in Romans, I'm trying to remember which uh, chapter is one of the later chapters, um, I think, or somewhere, the Apostle Paul has admonished us and encouraged us not to think too highly of ourselves than we ought to be thinking. That doesn't mean think bad thoughts, but to not be grandiose and too proud and, you know, overly proud about things. Yes, take pride in yourself. Take pride in your home. Take pride in how you, you know, dress and all that. That's good to take some pride. But, you know, but too much pride can lead to foolishness and egotism and thinking you're better than the rest. You can't be that way. And I felt so bad at the time that I felt that I did that and told somebody I was better than they were. And it's wrong. You know why it's wrong? Let me tell you why. Because it hurts you in the long run. You lose people over that, and people just get tired of that. And you can't let your pride in the way of doing what's right. I know somebody one time told me they didn't want to go live somewhere if they had too much pride to go there, you know, they just weren't going to go there. They were going to stay where they wanted to or they were going to get back where they wanted to be in home. And, you know, pride is just one of the worst. things. can be one of your enemies. But I know our worst enemy is ourselves anyway. To be honest, when we, we just uh, act in ways that's not right. And I had to come to this reality too. Because we can be our own worst enemy. And we don't have to be our worst enemy. But we are when we're acting proud and thinking there's nothing wrong. And I'm not saying we need to think of ourselves as bad people. But there are times that we do things wrong. That we behave in some ways that's ungodly. I've been there. I behaved in ways that was ungodly many a times. I was disrespectful at times and stuff. Yes, some people, they get too carried away with... Uh, being mean and, you know, talking ugly and stuff, I'd rather be assertive. Yes, sometimes I may have to be a little stern, but, you know, not harshly stern, but stern enough to say, hey, this ain't going to happen. You know, I don't need this happening in my house. I love you and all. But before I get to telling them where I'm at and the consequences, I'd ask them, why are you acting like this? Why are you doing this to me? Instead of letting my pride meter go up. You know, and I, I've learned that lesson, you know, and I need to get more in the habit of asking why, doing the why thing. Now, sometimes people may not want us to ask why, and unfortunately that does happen, but a majority of people would probably wouldn't mind you asking why. They'd probably rather you do that than throw a fit and go to acting too proud of yourself and call them all kinds of names, screaming on, cussing on. It's not that what? It's not right. I used to do it, and I felt really bad about it, and I could get on a topic and a discussion about anger tonight, but we're not going to get into deep like that because our main main focus is on uh, dealing with uh, pride. Now, I was going to originally, I thought about talking tonight about not taking, about us stopping 
the habit of taking our minds off of God when we go through uh, trials and tribulations. But we'll talk about that some other time. Uh, maybe tomorrow night, I'm not sure, but uh, just whatever the Lord, uh, you know, wants us to talk about here. And I could be uh, long-winded about some things, but I'm going to tell you, I'm sharing with you what I've studied, what I've learned, and what needs to be shared. Sometimes the sermons may be longer than 30 minutes, maybe an hour or so. Sometimes it may be shorter. But, you know, I love each and every one of you. And I pray that, you know, y'all just can see the good in yourselves and not think negative. But I also pray that you don't get too over top where you think that you do no wrong. Because we all do wrong. Yes, there are times we're right, and that's okay to say, well, God is my witness. I didn't do what you think I did. But before you go into that uh, scenario, uh, uh, deal there, you know, you just got to say, uh, not scenario, but before you go into saying that, you need to make sure that God is your witness first. And if you're not, don't be telling people God is your witness. I learned this lesson too. Because he's not always my witness to everything. But he's my witness when I'm right. And he's my witness to what I do wrong. And I need to see where he's right. What he's witnessing me doing. You know, let him point it out. And pray about it. Because when somebody says something, because, you know, that's important. When somebody says something, we need to just sit back and examine ourselves. Is this true what this person is saying about us? Whether they were saying it out of being mean or pointing our finger in the fault-finding habit that they shouldn't have. And I talk about the danger of finding fault in just trying to pick on people in rough ways. We don't need to be doing that either, but we'll talk more about that later on. I'll talk like that in discussion about the first part of Matthew chapter 7. I could talk about that tom- uh, tomorrow night, and I believe I will. I, I just believe I need to. Talk about overcoming the finger pointing criticism and fault finding trap. So, uh, well, I'm gonna call it. We all bleed the same. Uh huh. And I think you know what I'm. What I I think some of you probably know what I mean about it. If you listen to that song by Mandisa, called "We All Bleed the Same." It's called "Bleed the Same," and I could play it, but I don't. Have, I think I have a way of doing that right now on here at this moment. But if I did, I would. But I will tell you that I pray for each and every one of you. If you got a pride problem, you know, you know, talk to somebody about it. Say, I noticed this. How can I get rid of it? And they can give you advice. And I know one way of getting rid of it is giving it over to God and surrendering. And letting Him show you whether it's through a counselor or, you know, or a friend of yours or your family member and somebody, you know, that knows you can see and, you know, what's going on with you. Share it with them. They can give you some help there, too, and that's what I would do. And examine yourself. We all need to constantly examine ourselves. There's something back in, I believe, Proverbs about how we need to examine ourselves and how we need to find out what's going on with us and would make us examining ourselves make us aware of some things but you know God can be the examiner and the judge and he is a judge 
but he's also our loving God. But there are times he will judge severely when necessary. But I will tell you, I could get on the topic about Judgment Day right now. It hasn't occurred yet, but it will. And we'll talk more about that in the end time prophecies later on down the road when we start preaching on that. But uh, I will tell you, pride is the worst thing you can you know, give to yourself. And we're just not doing that uh, here. Uh, you know, we're just, I'm not going out proud of myself. But I will tell you, I know persecution is a hard thing to deal with. But I have to learn to deal with it myself. I have to move on. And I know one of the reasons I quit preaching one time is persecution. But I shouldn't let that in a way because Jesus revealed to me that he was persecuted. And so will we be persecuted? And we get in that, you know. But we can't let make our prime make our prime we can't let make pro, prosecution no not prosecution. Persecute persecution bring not prosecution. We can't let we can't make persecution bring our prime meters up. You know, can't let it make let make that happen. We just can't. It would be wrong because you know, all we can say is say, hey, you know, it does hurt, but we can't let it just hurt us too much. We've got to learn to overlook whatever offenses we can. We need to overlook persecution as Christians as much as we can. And there are times when we do need to flee from persecution, and we'll learn more about that when I talk about it down the road and what persecution is and uh, so forth. But that's the way pride is. And, uh, you know... That's the way it is. Now, um, you know, we just have to keep examining ourselves. Doesn't mean we're bad. We do some bad things, but that doesn't mean we're bad. Yes, there are criminals out there that do a lot of a lot of garbage and a lot of stuff that they don't need to be doing, but we need to pray for those people. That God would help them to turn their lives around, that they would gently be brought to the Lord Jesus Christ before it's too late, and that they would be willing to receive him as Lord and personal Savior. And when I talk about Lord, I talk about ruler. Okay, let him rule over you. Let him make decisions. No, we shouldn't have to let everybody make our decisions, but we need to let God help us in that decision making. Let him have the upper hand, because he's our Heavenly Father. You know, we don't need to do what everybody wants to do unless God wills for us to do so. Now, if he does, then we need to do it for him. We need to do what those people tell us for him. But if it's not from him, then don't do it. You know, if they say something and God is not going to let you do it, don't do it. You know, if he says, I want you to do this, somebody else wants you to do that, you do what God tells you. But then sometimes... God may want you to do what that person's asking you to do. So if he does want you to do what that person asks you to do, you need to do it, and you need to do what you're supposed to. And, uh, you know, that's the way it is. Well, you know, I'm glad each and every one of you were able to gather here, and I'm just glad we could gather and, you know, Jesus' name and, you know, gather in his name and just, you know, enjoy and me preach the message and y'all listen and, you know, 
I don't want to sound critical, but, you know, we don't need to be critical anyway because sometimes the criticism can be from a person that's got a, a pride problem themselves and don't really think about it, or they may be thinking bad about themselves and what you think bad. And our people out there think nothing's wrong with them, but something is wrong with you. And you need to be careful of that because that could be putting you in a toxic relationship with people like that. And there are toxic people out there, and we'll talk more on that subject later on about uh, the toxic relationships and about how to deal with stuff like that later on and uh, all. And we get on to our love series. Might talk a little bit about that, how to deal with stuff like that. Or we just might just talk about it in just a sermon itself about dealing with toxic relationships when people are cruel to you and that they're not willing to be better to you. And you've tried. There are times when you do have to give up. Well, we'll talk more about that later on in another sermon in, in the future. So, you know, right now, let's just go to the Lord in prayer. And I'm going to give you my email address and all that and make a few announcements at the end. So let's just go to the Lord in prayer. And I just thank you all for, you know, you know, joining me in this service tonight. So let's just go to the Lord in prayer right now. Precious Lord, just thank you, Lord. We just thank you so much for showing us the dangers of pride and what it can do. You know, Lord, it, it just really can cause us to lose friends and family and people that really love us. When we hurt people out of pride and we act too proud, we think we do no wrong and we think we're always in the right. We never do this, never do that. Well, let me tell you something. We all do certain things. And, uh, you know, we have to look at ourselves, Lord. You've asked us to do that many of times in your word. And sometimes we're just so forgetful to do that. And I pray, Lord, that you would remind us of the need to take a look at ourselves before taking a look at someone else and to examine our amount of pride and to measure it and to get rid of what pride, get rid of it, so that our egos won't have to always be inflated by other people and so that we won't have to do things that would cause people to be upset with us and out of pride and stuff that we wouldn't cause relationships to be destroyed and our lives to be destroyed with people and the way we deal with them because pride can cause us to do all kinds of sins and that's one of the sins that comes out of the root of selfishness because when we're selfish we think we're better than everybody else sometimes and maybe sometimes it's not the case but there are some people that have pride that is just so selfish but pride is a form of selfishness. But that's all kinds of form of selfishness. You may not think too proud of yourself, but you may be selfish in other areas. But, you know, pride is one of the worst things that we can do, Lord. And I just pray that you would help us to realize that, you know, and, I, and, and all. But you're not selfish, Lord. You're, you know, you're never those things. But we are. And I didn't mean that about you, but uh, I know it seemed like I was about to start preaching a sermon. But, you know, Lord, you're trying to show us this, this and, you know, and all. And, uh, you know, we need to get rid of the pride right now. And I just want to rebuke it out of all of us tonight, you know, Lord. And I just thank you 
for your loving kindness and in everything for loving us and you know not being selfish but being willing to give and, and all you know you're you're the one that cares about us there's nothing bad about you lord but it's us that has the character flaws you are flawless you are wonderful and there's no fault within you lord and we just thank you for that right now and satan in the name of jesus i rebuke you and the demon spirit of pride and egotism and high pride meters being up and uh i rebuke the spirit of thinking we're better than someone else and i command and demand that pride goes out of all of us right now because that demon spirit of pride can really destroy us and you have no right to make us proud of something we shouldn't be proud of and too proud for our own good and getting too big for our own branches. Leave us all alone and never touch us again. And uh, don't enter our minds again. Never. Lord, we just thank you so much for everything you do for us and for showing us what we need to do and for showing us, Lord, there is room for improvement. And yes, there is. And uh, we just thank you for this so much because we're no better. We're all equal in your eyes. And we need to see where we're wrong. That's why we all have, have to you know, look and realize that there is room for improvement all the time. None of us are perfect, and Lord, we thank you for showing us that too. And we love you so much, and we just pray, Lord, that you just, you know, be with the, uh, you know, um, listeners and all, and just grant them all a good day, you know, tomorrow. And, you know, if it does come, of course, we're not guaranteed tomorrow, but if it does come, well, we pray that everybody have a good Work week, do what they got to do and everything else and just be with everybody throughout the world. Lord, bless them, Lord, and care for them like you've been doing. We just thank you for all the things you do for us and give to us so forth, Lord, and just help us to realize that we don't deserve salvation and grace, but you've been willing to give it to us because we've asked for it. But we know, Lord, that we've got to not let it in the way of doing what we need to be doing for you. And admitting when we're wrong. Because, Lord, there is room for improvement. And we love you, Lord. And we just thank you for this opportunity to be able to come into your uh, presence again. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. And, you know, there is room for improvement, and that's what I'm going to tell you. That's why I'm saying that pride can step in the way, and we don't need to let that. And, you know, like I was preaching a while ago, you know, there is room for improvement. And that's why I preached that message about pride. And, and I'm calling it the room for improvement because there is. And that's why you know, we need to see that. And we don't need to get even because that's a bad thing too, revenge. That's an act of pride right there, a proud act. And that's one thing I used to do with people. Think I could, you know, pay them back even for 
evil. And the Apostle Paul and Apostle Peter both told us, do not pay back evil for evil. Overcome evil with good. And that's what we need to do. Don't be overcome evil, but overcome it with good. And we should. And I'm working on that too because it's a bad thing. And I just thank God for this uh, transformation journey I'm doing. And I just want to thank all of you for attending tonight and being here. And I want to give you my email address here, okay, and all. And uh, I want to tell you the announcements. First, I'm going to start with the announcement that tomorrow night, from here on out, we're going to make sure to it that we are on schedule for our service tomorrow night at 5 o'clock, my time. But it may be a different time zone for you. And at 5 o'clock for me, in some places it might be 11 o'clock at night or 10 o'clock or, you know, whatever. But or, or just earlier, around 12 or so. We just pray, you know, and not we just pray, and, uh, you know, and uh, also remember, uh, you know, about the uh, prayer meeting uh, that we're going to have at 1 o'clock every Wednesday afternoon, my time, Wednesday, 1 o'clock. That's what we're going to do. 1 o'clock. I was going to do it 12, but I decided 1 o'clock was the best time. So let's just do that. And, uh, you know, make sure we do that. So, I want to let y'all know, here's my email address. And uh, so you can send your friend request or anything you want to talk to me about. Uh, you know, pertaining to the ministry or anything you need to share with me. Uh, please do. Um, I mentioned earlier uh, about Big Woman 600 at iCloud.com. And I'll spell it out for you. So, uh, then you know if you haven't heard how it's spelled. I'm going to uh, spell it in each uh, podcast so that you know what it is if you haven't heard the spelling of it before. But, uh, you know, if you, it's your first time hearing this, okay? And uh, like I said, send your prayer request in. I want to get some by Wednesday. And uh, pray over them for you. So please do. I'm hoping and praying that we can. That's my goal. And that's just the exact thing we want to do. Is just get them going in by uh, Wednesday. All right. So that said. And I'll give you how I spell out big woman. uh, 600. And. Oh. iCloud.com, and I'll tell you how it's spelled. And it's all small letters. It's not big letters. No uppercase. It's all strictly lowercase. So I'll tell you what it is and some numbers. Okay? It is B-I-G-W-O-M-A-N-600 at I-C-L-O- U-D dot C-O-M. Big Woman 600 at iCloud.com. So remember, send your prayer requests, uh, praise reports, 
If you want to know more about how to have a relationship with Jesus, please send uh, that in too. Or any questions you want to have pertaining to the Word of God or whatever I can share with that I know and I have, you know, and stuff. And, you know, like I said, I'm still learning too. Because uh, when I'm preaching, I'm even preaching to myself too. Because there are things I need to be preached about, need to preach at myself about. You know, we all need a little preaching here and there. It wouldn't hurt. You know, and I got to thinking about that the other day. Because sometimes I need somebody to step on my toes. I may not like it, but hey, it may, ouch, you know, but it's worth it. You know, let's just think about it, okay? Let's just be honest here. We've got to look at ourselves. Like I've just mentioned earlier in this sermon that we just, I just preached. So, you know, I'm here to preach, and I'm just going to preach. And sometimes I'm going to warn you, sometimes I may get a little loud, but hey, you know, I'm getting loud for the Lord and for y'all because, hey, you need to hear it. I had a little charisma in me. You know how it is. Now, I may be a little quiet at times, but I'm not here to, to scream out of rage. I'm not going to do that to y'all. I just shout out of joy. And I just want y'all to do the same thing. All right? So uh, just remember the email address I just gave you. And remember this. Before I go, and we're going to say this at every end, at the very end, before I sign off at each uh, podcast is this. Jesus loves you, and I do too. So, see y'all later, and good night to each and every one of you. And hopefully tomorrow, if it comes, y'all have a better day tomorrow if you ha- didn't have a good day today. And I hope y'all have a good day tomorrow. And I hope all of you can come to our, join in and tune in to our 5 o'clock to our service tomorrow night. Well, tomorrow evening. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Late afternoon. Early evening. All right. Take y'all. Take care of y'all. Talk with you later.